Welcome back, everybody. I'm Welcome Matt. Welcome back. I'm Jimmy. And we are two average guys here to talk about our first W of the season. Yes, sir. Pretty I'm, exciting. I don't care who you're playing. I don't care, I don't care who we're playing. Hey, that, that, that was a preseason top 10 team, all right? Hey, well, and listen, it's, you know, we'll, we'll talk as we talk about the, the game and kind of how things went throughout the game. Of course, it's, it's Penn State. Um, you know, they started off again in the preseason top ten. They were you know, a favorite to, to potentially you know go up against Ohio Challenge State to win Ohio the East. State for the East, yep. Um, but we had different. We had a uh, you know we had different plans for them. Yeah, you know, um, obviously they didn't have a great start to the season. They lost that first game to Indiana on the two point conversion Con- mm-hmm. controversial call. We've talked about it in previous weeks, um, and then they. Have to play Ohio State second game of the week, or second week of the season, yep. um, which is we talked about as well. Kind of like to see that game later on in the season, but it's twenty twenty. It's a weird, crazy year, especially for the Big Ten. But uh, then they kind of had a letdown against Maryland last week and kind of got blown out. Uh, didn't really expect that, but uh, you know, zero and three Penn State against zero and two Nebraska. Didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, the two teams we've played this year are undefeated. Yeah, and Northwestern still is. And their favorite now probably to win the West. Absolutely. So, um, you know, right out of the gate, kind of like usual, we came out flying. 11 plays, 75 yards for a TD. Uh, Luke with a one-yard touchdown run to get it going. Um, it was saying they can't hear. Hold on. Really? Yep. Hold on, Justin. You want to move it closer again? Or We've never had this many problems before. Hold on, Justin. We'll get it. We'll try to talk a little louder too. I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean it's again it's Penn State. Um, yeah, rich in history type program, kind of like Nebraska. Recently, yeah, they they've been right. much better recently over the years. But um, you know, I think you know we came in with uh, with a plan. I don't think um, you know we had Luke starting. Right, and that's what we had kind of expected. At least you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if you still can't hear us, let us know. But um, I was hoping that would happen. He came flying out the gates. Um, looked really good, especially early on. Uh, we can talk more about, you know, second half type things in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, you always kind of feel bad for the guy who gets benched, but it was time for a little shakeup. Well, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a really a knock on Adrian so much as it is we, we need to change something. On yeah. offense, yeah. Um, you know, we talked about that. Now, what's funny to me is a lot of people were, you know, on the bench. Adrian trained for a while now, um, and then I saw if you if you are on Twitter and watch Twitter and kind of see what the fans say. Some people mention, you know, hey, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of difference between Luke and Adrian from what I saw, and then the ex- the, the excuses of the offensive line, the wide receivers. It's not the same excuses that people will say for Adrian. It's Adrian. Adrian's not a good quarterback, and now Luke is great in the future. But it's the same. It's, it's the same guy. But it's the same guys on the field. So I don't. And you could you could tell definitely. Um, you know, some type of same type of plays. You know, maybe maybe Luke's a little quicker. Yeah. And so he was able to kind of scramble out of a couple of bad situations better than maybe Adrian has been able to. Yep. Um, which was kind of a difference maker. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Obviously, we were trying to get Wandale the ball, but uh, 
there wasn't much, you know, for Luke to, to go around. No, and that, that's the thing. It's it was it was a Luke and uh, and Robinson show. That that's that was our two guys that we were kind of keying in on. And, and Frosty alluded to it last week. Uh, fans are talking about it. everybody. Everybody knows that we got to get the ball to Robinson more often. And we did that. He had uh, sixty rush yards in the game. Uh, he had five catches. Not a lot of yards on the catches, but you know, sixty rush yards. He's not a running back. He's not our running back though, and that's. That's where I think we need to improve on offensive side of the ball is get our running backs the ball. Well, I mean, fortunately, you know, you have such a great, versatile player like Wandale that, you know, he even said after the game, if they want me to play running back, I'll play running back. If they want me to only play wide receiver, I'll play wide receiver. I'll, I'll play wherever we he need wants me to play. I know he wants the ball, and they, they stressed all week last week that they were going to get him the ball. And I guess it took for Mills getting hurt, which I didn't know until after the game. Yep. But... Um, Took him getting hurt for Wandale to get a bunch of carries out of the backfield, which I wasn't really expecting. And after a while, we kept kind of trying to do the same thing, and it got a little frustrating. But, Absolutely. Uh, well, the, and those two guys are shifty. So yeah, and, and Mark, we'll, we'll get to your comments here, but you know, Mark's talking about um, you know we still have room to grow. Frustrating to see the guys tripping over one another. Uh, right. the, the delay to get the plays in, gaps on defense. Um, but we had incredible defense. Um, when, you know, when, within the fifteen yard when line. Need it, when, um, when we need so it. So we'll tr- we'll try to touch on all that today, and hopefully get to you know what everyone wants to talk about. But feel free to submit questions. We'll get to them as soon as we can. Um, so let, let's start from the beginning, just with Luke. First start of his career, he goes 13 of 21, 152 yards, a TD. Uh, he had a rush, um, 67 yards on the ground, and he threw an interception in the game. So um, with a rushing touchdown. With a rushing touchdown, yeah. So it's you know he didn't have a great game. One thing I saw in the first half was his tempo. Yeah. We but we didn't run the same tempo in the second half, which was interesting. We we had it in the first, and then it kind of slowed down in the second. You know, and I know you had texted me about that. It's kind of tough when you're up 21 points. I mean, I know you want to keep up your game plan, and that's what's working for you. You know, you also do want to kind of wear the game out. Mm-hmm. And so I can understand that. But when you're not going tempo and you're kind of running the same plays over and over again that don't really do anything, that's when that gets you in trouble. Absolutely. But, you know, it was, still, it was a good start, a good first start for him. Yeah, um, the, was, inter- the interception, he was hit as he threw the ball. Um Again, Robinson with the 60 rush yards, uh, that was, he had a good game. We ran him in between the tackles quite a bit. He, he's I, not in between I, I the tackles guy. I don't like that. Um, I think we have plenty of running backs that – Marvin Scott's a big dude, and he played – I mean, he had a good he, game. He, he played, played well. But when – and I know they like I said they want to get Wandale the ball because he's a difference maker. But when you're trying to run between the tackles, you might want to put a, a running back in there that can kind of – Take a beating. Yeah, and and really, we our, don't want him taking a beating. No, not at all. And you know, he he's a baller. He's gonna get up. He's gonna play. Um, you know, he's gonna keep getting hit and keep getting up. And right. that's that's just his mentality, his mindset as a football player. Um, but uh, you know, we got guys like Marvin Scott, Ronald Tompkins. Uh, we have yet to see Ramirez Johnson run the ball, which I don't know what's going on there. I mean, um, Sevian Morrison. He got to play I last mean, year, so I don't know. Yeah, we talked about this in the preseason of, of how many guys we have in our running back room. I mean, there's five five or six guys that can get the ball. And with us not having to use a red shirt this year, they can play as many games as they want. I mean, we right. we got. I think we got to start getting more guys in the rotation at running back. And I know that's something that they talked about before this week, and they talked about it after the game of getting more guys uh, through the rotation. Damon Benning talked about it. Um, you know, we get, we had guys, uh, Gary Sharp. They they want other guys to see the ball rather than Robinson running the ball. Right, and like I said, 
we don't want him getting hurt. <laughs> I mean, we can't afford to get him hurt. So, yeah. I mean, what's the disconnect with that many running backs that we can't throw one of them in there? To, I mean, Scott came in obviously and yeah. and, and played, ran the ball a, a handful or more times. But we got to have some guys that can run between the tackles when they're that position. They got to we got to figure it out. Yep. Same with the receivers, but. Absolutely, and and Micah here talk. Micah, welcome back. I haven't talked yeah, in a while, but up? said uh, the interception was a bad decision by Luke. It uh, was kind of have to give up on the play. He he saw the pressure coming. There was three guys surrounding him. Um, again, I agree with that. And someone mentioned to me yesterday. I think it was on on Twitter, maybe even our Facebook page that. Um, you know, Luke kind of played scared when he was when he had pressure coming in the pocket. He's small. Um, he's not a big dude, but when our offensive line did not have a great second half, uh, they played much better in the first half. But even the first half was pretty shaky for our our, um, our guys up front. And you know, he was getting a lot of pressure. Had to scramble out of the pocket quite a bit. Um, again, no different than Adrian. Adrian's got to scramble a lot right. too when he's in there. So we're still seeing some of those things with our uh, our offensive line. But again, still a lot of improvements. But he did play, seem a little shaky when that pressure really came in on him. Right, and, you know, it was kind of an interesting, um, you know, when he threw that interception. It was on first down. And, you know, I was saying before this, you know, we kept running for like two yards a pop. Well, let's mix it up and, and throw, you know, maybe you throw a three to five to seven yard pass yep. or whatever. And then we wait till do it on first down and we get, you know, they get pressure and he gets hit and it was what it was. But it was just kind of an unusual time, I thought, to uh, – have him throw the ball, yeah. but I don't know. Well, and there was there was another play that um, I think was going to Alante Brown over the middle. Um, yeah, and, and I know watching exactly the replay, I mean, about. it was it was knocked down, but it was it was clearly going to be behind him too. It was yeah. it was poorly timed. So we talk about Luke as a passer, Adrian as a passer. Adrian had a terrible game last week against Northwestern passing the ball. Um, I don't. Adrian has more strength and more uh, the better arm strength than Luke does. And we saw Luke on that scramble trying to get the ball to the end zone. He was about 10 yards short of hitting his wide receiver. Um, whether that was the intent or not, I still think his arm strength isn't what Adrian has. Yeah. Um, but we see on some of his passes, he is a little bit more accurate than what we've seen from Adrian this year. The shorter passes. On the shorter passes. So, um, oh, Yeah, definitely more accurate on, on those types of passes yeah. than Adrian has been. Um, but, again, I don't think we have a quarterback with a touch pass. I don't think we have a quarterback who is going to be a passer right now. We have a we have two quarterbacks who are going to be better runners. We have two quarterbacks who are going to be able to scramble out of the pocket, make some throws on the run, but not long passes. They're going to be short passes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, everyone's watched the first three games. I mean, how many deep shots have we even taken? One, maybe? One in the first game against Ohio State. Oh, and we had we had one uh, uh, seam route by our tight end that was underthrown. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, we, we know that, we have wide receivers, but maybe we got to stop questioning the wide receivers and start questioning the quarterback. Cause from the beginning, Hey, last first two games are like, where's our wide receivers? Right. Why are they running deep routes? But exactly. now I think we need to look at our quarterbacks and say, we don't have a quarterback that can make that pass. And maybe that, that's why they're not sending those wide receivers deep. Cause they can't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's just it. You know, I kind of came to that realization after the game yesterday mm-hmm. that, uh, I mean, especially when you're up 27 to six, I mean, I know you're gonna probably try to run the ball, but yeah. you gotta be able to. You gotta be able to pass the ball too. I mean, well, it, it's a <laughs> you can't run the ball every play. Yeah, well, we've seen a lot of teams that play so far up inside the box on us, mm-hmm. and they they don't give us more than two three yards of cushion because they're not afraid of us throwing deep. 
exactly. and we got to be able to surprise a team at some point and go deep and, and get some more scores. We don't have a lot of long touchdowns, which, and that, which is fine. We don't have a lot of touchdowns in general, but we got we got to spread the game out. A little that bit. could hurt us against you know a team like Iowa. Um, Minnesota doesn't look very good at all, so <laughs> no. I mean I can't really say that, but um, you know Purdue's been having a pretty decent season. Just we're gonna have to figure a few things out before we get into some of these some of these you know Big Ten West games. Yeah, well, and and Mike mentions too, which we just talked about just recently. Uh, and Ross is back. Welcome back. But you know, Luke, Luke throws a lot of ducks. We we mentioned that last week. He did uh, he throws some into the ground? It, it wasn't a great throw to Warner, uh, but Warner was wide open. I mean, he should have caught that. Uh, it was a little wobbly, but it was in his hands. It was I in mean, his hands. It, it, and he, no one was tried, around. He him. tried to catch it with no, his chest. No one was around him. Scared, yep. you know. That was not rough. scared that, of getting hit. That, that was hurt. bad. That that, that did hurt. That took we, seven off the board. Yeah, um, it took four off the board, but still. Well, yeah, and you know questioning you know the the offensive line again you know letting the plays develop like Micah says we don't got the time and I think we've seen that from both quarterbacks now and in the first three games is our our offensive line yes they've improved but do we have the time to actually get a wide receiver deep to throw that ball that that's another well and when you when you do um you know some of these option type plays there was a few bad snaps and yeah. oh. guys run into each other. I think we had a handful um, you know, of bad snaps. I, I know that it was Luke's first start, and he has played, but guys coming across the middle, you know, like running into him as yep. he's getting the ball. There, there was a couple pretty youth well, mistakes that you could obviously tell. There were some young guys in the game. Yeah, Cam's got to do better by now. I mean, we got to – that. He, yeah, that's, not, that's not a mistake every team is making multiple no. times a game. You might see it once a game and, from some teams. And but. he's really good – Really, really good run, yeah. run blocking. Well, blocking type offensive lineman center. Yeah. But but when you see the same guy four to, or five times a game, that I was mean, frustrating. If that's all you need to practice, practice the heck out yep. of it. I mean, it, it can kill. It can kill a drive, which yeah. can can make a difference in a game, especially in a close Big Ten game. And I feel like we're being negative right now. I don't want hmm. to know. Let's talk about some more positives. What, what else happened in that? Yeah, sorry. I got a lot of good so, notes. I got a lot of uh, good notes. I'll, I'll, I'll hit this one. I'll let you hit me with one. So Dave, Xavier Betts gets his first career uh, Dang, that was one. That was a good one. I like that Man, one. that was such that a, was awesome. That was a hell of a run, hell of a play. I mean, really. The, I mean, it was a pass, technically. It was a pass, but uh, the, it was like a it, jet sweep. It, it was, uh, and evidently I was reading a few things on Twitter that that must have been a kind of a go-to type play for Bellevue West when he played there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of took a play out of the Bellevue West playbook, if you will. Yep. But that was just so unexpected, I think, is yeah. what, you know. We haven't we, run that play yet. We, we, we were, you know, if you watch Tate for the first two games and what we'd been running that game, we didn't run anything like that. And then Betts comes out of nowhere, and he was flying. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it kind of looked like he thought he was in the clear. And, I mean, the guy <laughs> was pretty close to him, but he was just kind of, yeah. he was floating. He knew like he had he, it. yeah. I mean, I, it was awesome. His first, first career touchdown as a true freshman. It would have been so much cooler for him if it was a packed. He was house. looking at all them cardboard cutouts. But he was getting excited. That, it was cool. That was really really yeah. cool. And um, I, I know his family was there. I mean, how right. cool was that to be able to see you know get, get that right first and you know in Memorial Stadium. We talked too. about too. You know, this is a retro year for him. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be good. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And, He's going to be really good. Uh, Micah says that uh, Warner's mustache got in the way. I, I probably, probably did. Uh, I mean, you're talking about one captain on the bench and one captain that's not doing a heck of a whole lot. Of- Nathan says we need to see more Warner and Allen. I'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about that. I got that in my notes for today to talk about some of that red zone plays and what we need to do better down there. What I think, Of course, I'm not a coach, but what I what I think, and I'm sure Jimmy can uh, kind of mirror that as well. And then We were much uh, better in the red zone yesterday than yep. um, obviously last week. Um, let's see. Let me do a positive And we'll, we'll talk about second half, Ross. Don't worry about that. We'll get there. Okay, if you're going to go big play, I'm going to go... Okay, I'm going to kind of throw in kind of what I thought the turning point was for the first half. Okay. Okay? So... Cool. I got it. Um, on Penn State's drive, Nebraska's up 10 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Should have been 14, but it's 10 to nothing. Yep. Penn State's got third, you know, they got a couple of third downs. They had a, a decent drive going. They were in the red zone um, or close to it. I'm not sure exactly where they were out on the field. But they had a third down. Guy was wide open in the back corner of the end zone, and their quarterback threw it into the stands. Yep. Okay? If you remember it. And then they kicked a field goal. Yep. Okay? I remember that. So that, and they were like, wow, this guy was wide open, whatever. Well, they kicked the ball off out of bounds. Yep. Okay, so then you're talking, we get the ball at the 35. We run a couple yards. I think we did maybe like a screen pass to Wandale. Okay. Guy picks him up, slams him down. Yep. So instead of third and five, we get they get a 15-yard penalty. We get the ball at the 45 of their, on their side. And here comes what you just said, the play to bets for a touchdown, yep. right? They come out, fumble six. I mean, this, that was kind of how the game was for Nebraska yeah. against Ohio State. I, I feel like that's happened to us so many times in Nebraska games where it, that's what happened to us. We get a penalty, yep. and then yep. we give up a big play, and then we get back on offense, and we screw up again, and so that, that, that's So that whole scenario, I think, was kind of what got us the big enough lead to win the game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Obviously, later in the game, the defense stepped up. Which yeah, and, and that, bit, play, that play by Deontay Williams was just – I mean – we, we ran a lot of uh, – Shenander did a lot of good, uh, good things yesterday with his defense. He is now up in the box. He's not on the field anymore, which I think was a good move. Um, I feel like he was able to see more and make adjustments on the defensive side of the ball than he does when he's on the field. And I think that was a big difference. Deontay Williams blitzed more. We saw um, we saw Cam Taylor-Brett coming in on blitzes. We saw Caleb Tanner coming in on blitzes. I mean, he mixed up his blitz packages because we know our front three, which a lot of improvement – um, on our front three as well from what we've seen over the years. But we ran a lot of different packages to get to the quarterback, put pressure on him, put pressure on Clifford. We, we saw a lot of different things that we haven't seen yet this year that Chins really made a, a change in the game, which we haven't seen on the defensive side of the ball in right. a long time. Yeah, we look, Yeah, I mean, that's one of my first notes here. Defense much improved. I mean, they can literally win a game for us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when was the last time we could say that? Not yeah. for the last uh, handful of years or more. And how, and how many people are looking at the amount of yards we gave up? We Five, gave up a lot of yards. 501 yards, but they ran 91 plays. 91 to our 60. 60. And so five and a half yards per play. Our defense, they and you saw us probably all over our social media, they bend, but they didn't break. And that was something that we have not seen in a long time is when our defense bends, but also breaks, and yeah. we've seen we've seen the bad side of that. But our defense really did what they needed to do. And if you look at the second half, how many times did we go three and out on offense? And our or defense was right back on the field, or four or five plays, pretty yeah. much. So it, it Every really drive, except for our one. defense was out there so much. But they they played great. They played. 
I mean, that was one of the best well, defensive performances we've had in a long time. And, <laughs> I mean, it was kind of funny to see, you know, the, the defensive backs played a lot better. I mean, early on they were getting some third downs or they were getting kind of beat, and I'm like, man, we can't stop anybody on third down. But uh, they picked it They picked it up big time. Um, you know, what I was going to say was kind of funny to see was it seemed like for quite some time the only play they could do was drop back pass and have the quarterback scramble. Yep. Kind of like Nebraska's done through yep. a couple of games here. Yep. And it was getting frustrating because it's like, man, we're, you know, we're getting a little pressure. We're covering pretty well. Third and eight, they get 11 yards on yeah, the quarterback run. Yep, and that's just a killer. Just yep. That drives me absolutely up a wall. But, um, you know, we, we figured it out. That, like I said, the defensive backs were um, getting more pass breakups than, than Ooh, they our, have been able to. Our DBs were fantastic. I put that in my notes too, Jimmy. Yes. Awesome. Our DBs were great. I mean, Cam Taylor had a great game. Deontay Williams had a great game. I mean, I know that was a terrible throw by Clifford, but – you know, you got, he's in the right you, spot. You still got to jump it. I mean, uh, it was a terrible throw, but, um, again, Cam Taylor Britt was on coverage, and he was his eyes were on the quarterback. He was watching the ball. He's not watching the wide receiver. If he's watching the wide receiver there, he's not going to make that play. Right. He's, his eyes are on the quarterback, and that's that's what great quarterbacks do if you're watching the NFL. Great DBs watch the quarterback. They're not always watching the receiver. they got to say step for step, but they want to know where that ball is. And and that's what he did. He jumped the route. You know, I, I I should have looked at this. I'm not sure exactly how many penalties we had for how many yards. I'm, you probably have the notes somewhere. But, um, you know, we did have a false start pretty early on, which – but we still ended up getting points on that drive. We did. Which was we the, still first time, the first time. first time ever. I think that might have been a Luke scramble. I think Luke um, ended up getting out of the pocket and running for like 10, 12 yards, something like that. But I know we, we, got close to we had a defensive pass interference maybe on Boodle or Dismuke maybe. Yeah. And it, was, it was legit. I mean, it, was, we, it wasn't a bad game. Right. And then we had um, – we took a delay game so that we could get some yep. – on a field goal to just kind of move them back to give them some more room. Yep. Other than that, I mean, didn't have a whole lot of penalties. We have five penalties for 39 yards. Yeah. Again, much improvement from what we've seen in the first two yeah. weeks. Um, you know, Micah mentioned that, you know, about Dotson. So Dotson on their team – I mean, the guys – I had text you about that. Yeah, 120 yards a game on average – and we held 27. him 27 yards on two catches. So yeah. that was Cam Taylor on coverage yeah, the entire game. So he shut him down. Um, and then you look at JoJo Doman. I mean, talk about our linebackers. Holy cow, man. When was the last time we had such an improved linebacker? And we talked about this preseason. An improved linebacker core like we have right now, which Reimer wasn't even in that discussion. Right, and he's one of the best ones. Honus played fantastic. Doman, of course, played. He had pass breakups and he had quarterback hits, quarterback rushes, sacks, he, tackles for sa- loss, I mean, whatever you're. I think we only had two sacks on the game, but he had a lot of hits. Reimer had a sack. Reimer played great. Um, but I want to focus on Colin Miller. Yeah, he balled out a little bit yesterday. Colin Miller had probably his best game as a Nebraska he's, football player. He's yesterday. usually good in run defense. He's a little slow trying to pass coverage. Unpass coverage with wide receivers coming across or tight ends, whatever it might be. But he was all over the place. He had a I think it was a third down. It might even miss, it was a third down play. I think they had like third and eight. And he came out of nowhere and drilled the quarterback right right by the uh, right by the sideline and stop that play from getting a first down. And that, that was a big difference on that drive, too. I think Colin Miller, again, one of the best games I've seen him play. I've kind of been down on him saying he's not the great greatest, but that's more in coverage than anything else. Right, exactly. But his his tackling yesterday, everything he was doing was right. He I was mean, flying he around. Played, he was in he the was right in spot in the right position, time. For sure. Uh, Ross says our linebackers are fun to watch. They, I mean, that they are playing black shirt defense. 
They are playing. Yeah, I mean, the game's changed. Oh, man. It, the game's changed. Yeah. I mean, black shirt defense back in the day was, you know. Like, like I'm going to kill you. And not probably giving up very many points. Yeah. But, or yards, or whatever you want to say. I mean, 500 yards in a game is not ideal. Yeah. But how many times, you know, especially in Martinez's first year, how many times did we get four to 500 yards a game? Like every game? And we still only won four games. So yards aren't everything. Yep. Especially. With the way you see Nebraska in the first couple games, especially against Northwestern, when you can't punch it in the red zone, then yeah. you you can get all the yards you want, but points are what matters. Absolutely. And Penn State was one of six in the red zone. Yep. So. Um, you know, and, and again, we had <laughs> they had one TD and six red zone trips. One TD is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, but again, six trips to the red zone, we only give up one touchdown. That's that's Nebraska football. We only score <laughs> one time out like saying. six, seven that's, trips. That's it was like a reverse. I kept saying game. it's funny because it does seem like a lot of what happened, Penn State wise, was how we felt. Yeah. So I feel for you, Penn State fans. We've been there. Oh, how the turntables, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see. And then Nathan says, "Do you see the majority of defense and offense returning?" Being that this year doesn't count out, I, you know, I think I, some still, of those guys. I still don't know exactly how it works. So, like, if you're a senior this year, you you can have another year. I mean, essentially, is that, you is can that have for a real? Year. Yeah. I mean, this this doesn't count against your eligibility, so you can have another year. So JoJo Doman can play again next year. He's, he, it depends on guys. I think it depends on if they're if they see a legit chance to go pro. I, I mean, mean he, if they can stay another year, I don't. I can see a lot of guys staying, but. Um, our defense, I don't know what we got. We got Boodle, we got Cam Taylor, we got Caleb Tanner, Dismuke. I'm talking about seniors. No, well, and, Colin Miller, Jojo yeah. Doman, Ben Stilley, yeah. Cam Taylor Britt, Dismuke. Is Boodle a senior? Boodle, I think, too. Yeah. I mean, there's I, a lot of those guys that I, are seniors. I would love to see him come back, but depending on how they do the rest of the season, we might not see him come back. Dante Williams, yeah. I think. I don't think he's a senior. Maybe he's a junior. Anyway. Either way, I, I don't know. I would love I'd love to see him back, but it's really hard this year because it's a shortened season. Oh, they might, as well. They might want to come back and play a full season. I mean. I probably would, unless yeah. you're going to be a top four-round draft yeah. pick. I mean, those rounds five, six, and seven, that's a toss-up on if you're going to make the roster or not. And then, yeah, it'd even be on the practice squad for much longer. Yeah. So, um, so might as well go have another – Awesome, fun year in yeah, college and year play, just, play football. Geez. It sounds amazing. Especially if the way we're playing this year, we can continue that. Um, and it's another chance to get some of those young guys the experience of being with the older guys and, and get them better for the next year. So we'll see. Um, yeah, still he got the final hit of the game, Ross. That wasn't a sack, but it was close. To, it was close it, enough. It might as well have been. He suplexed the guy, and I thought we were going to get a penalty on it, to be honest. I, but the fact that he still had the ball and was going to throw it, I think that's why they didn't call it. It wasn't after the whistle. Um, it wasn't – he didn't stop his feet and lift him up. He was still moving as he tackled him. So I was worried. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to call a 15-yarder here. But thank God they didn't. I would have been well, so it would have been half the distance to the goal. But I feel you. Anyway, yeah, this is the first game in a while that I can say I can't wait to rewatch it. Oh, my God. Um, seriously. I don't know if you ever go to YouTube. If you don't, do this. Go to YouTube. Find a game you want to watch. You can watch it for 40 minutes. They cut out. In between plays, they cut out commercials, that yep. type of stuff. If there's a lull and there's a five-minute stretch where nobody scores, they might cut out that whole time. But it's fun, and yeah. I really want to watch this game. Obviously, you have a big lead. You kind of wish you would have blown their doors off. But we still got to win, and it came down to the end. One of the things I put was, man, if you were not a fan of either one of those teams, 
and you're watching that game, that would probably be a pretty yeah. freaking fun game to watch. I mean, at some point, I think I texted Second half-wise, like, anyway. I think I texted him, like, we might lose this game. I, I was, thought I thought we were going to lose. I was so mad. Again, we it was three, just three games. We have six points in the second half. That... That needs to change, and something that Ross mentioned was we got we can't take our foot off the gas. I don't even think it was taking our foot off the gas. What happened, what I saw was Penn State made adjustments to the, the little things we were doing on offense that were working. Penn State made adjustments. Our offensive line was so much worse in the second half because they made adjustments on the right. defensive side of the ball, and we made zero adjustments on offense. Well, and again, like you said, don't want to be negative. We won the game. We're excited. About a win. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but it's still, there's still. Especially a lot. in a game where, when we got our eight game schedule, mm-hmm. I'd say about ninety nine percent of people out there expected us to lose. Maybe not Husker fans, yeah. but, um, you know, and maybe not just for Nebraska, but just in general. Like, when is the last time a team scored three points in the second half and won a game? <laughs> I mean, definitely not Nebraska. It's rare. No. Um, so I mean. As discouraging as that is, that's also kind of encouraging that the yeah. defense can win a game. Yeah, absolutely. So, And that's, again, that's our defense. I said it after the game, too. Our defense won us that game. And without our defense, and again, people are going to point at the yards. You can't pay attention to the yards when you're giving up five and a half a play, and they ran 91 plays. Think about how long it's taking them to get downfield. In the third quarter, Jimmy, I looked at the game, and I said, all right, they just scored. They're down 10. How long it took them to score a touchdown, I'm like, or no, yeah, it was a 10-point game. At that point, was I'm it? like, they might only get one more touchdown in the, in the fourth quarter, and we're still going to win by three. That was my mentality just because it took our defense. It took them we, we, time to we score. We were getting to the third well, down and fourth down all the time in that third quarter, and the fourth downs, well, unfortunately, they, were like one yard. That's that's tough to stop. But Yeah, I'd have to look exactly through and see the breakdown. Of but that was my thought. About, like, but we might give it one more touchdown, but we can still win by three. That, that was, that was the thing was – you know, when they scored, it was like, man, that you know, three touchdowns. Now it's only down to two, and there's a lot of time left. Like it, 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 this game, you know, we're gonna have to do something on yeah. offense. And when we couldn't do that, that definitely made things a little bit dicey. And then two two stops on downs to end the game when they got inside our ten yard line twice it was pretty incredible. I mean, I just I was almost at a loss for words at how well we played. That very last possession with the, the four defensive plays we made. We had two pass breakups, we had a sack, and then we had the Ben Stilly hit, which could have been a sack as well. I don't know Might how they as called well it. Been a sack, Either way, um, JoJo Doman had a great pass breakup in the red zone on that drive. Um, Cam Taylor Britt, I mean, if you see some of the pictures, I don't know who's, who's taking those pictures, but man, give them a raise because they made some fantastic plays. Um, Evidently, Cam Taylor Britt has the most fun out of anyone in the entire world at um, pregame yeah. warm-ups. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he does. Mike <laughs> um, says last year against Northwestern, I don't know if we're talking about our defense winning the game, so we lost the game last year um, against Northwestern. Oh, no, no, we won. it was two years ago. Two years ago we should have won, but we lost. Um, but, yeah, last year, absolutely, our defense won us that game. Uh, and then our field goal kicking, uh, which, again, with three for three on field goals, let's talk about kind of cold. Well, and Not enough talk about him. He missed the one, and fortunately – Was that we, the delay game? We took the delay game. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure he knew. Maybe he just knew and just kicked it. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah, that could have been a difference maker, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, that our, our, our special teams played great yesterday as well. 
And we have four punts. Well, uh, we did. And you know what? Penn State only had one punt, which was interesting. But um, well, hold on. we I had. I want to stay on that punt. Okay. That one punt at the end of the game that on their last drive. I mean, that was like a 69-yard punt. Oh, that was a great punt. I mean, you're talking about flipping the field from where yeah. we were at. That 69-yard punt, that changed That changed the game. I think that was a huge Was it 69? I think it was 69 it was, yards. It was pretty long. I don't know exactly the number. Because it, it pinned them inside their 30. I mean, it was yeah. It was a long Well, punt. and, you know. That I, was huge. I had one. That flipped um, the field for us. He, uh, we punted one, you know, getting them inside the 20. I mean. Not kicking them in the end zone, kicking them out yeah, of bounds one, at like one the eighteen the yard line, one of the eighteen yeah. yard line. I mean, that's just hasn't really been since like Brett Maher or Alex Henry type punters. Yeah, we've been kind of lacking in that department yeah, and, and length too. Yeah, and I don't think and through the first three games, our special teams, we've had a couple kick returns that they they were well, able to take back decent. And it was a bad time of the game. We gave up like, like a twenty some twenty one yard yeah, punt return. Nineteen twenty one. Yeah. Um. And that either got him into score that was uh, to be down by seven, or that was maybe on the first time when they when we stopped on downs. But yeah, and that, that I was I was not happy about that, of course. But um, we can make field goals. Though. That's yeah. Important. And, I mean, again, three or three on field goals. Nathan, I don't know our kicker's range to be honest. Um, Punter or kicker? Uh, he, Place uh, kicker? He didn't he didn't mention, but um, I'm thinking he's talking. <laughs> But we're talking kicker. about we're talking about a place kicker. You know, there was it was windy yesterday. I mean, it was a it was still windy. Um, and I think we can see the I'd, difference. I'd say I'd probably trust him anywhere up to probably forty, probably up to fifty. Give him a shot, maybe forty five to fifty. Yeah, I'd say forty five. Depends maybe. on depends on the game. Yeah, it depends on what the yardage go for fourth is. Yeah. I guess, but yeah, and I guess we haven't had we haven't had a chance to find out yet. Yeah, I mean, we true. haven't been in a position where our kickers had to kick a long field goal. Um, so maybe we'll see at some point along the season. But, I mean, Connor Colt was at LSU. He's a grad transfer. Um, if he was kicking field goals at LSU, I, I bet he was probably pretty good, of course. So I'd imagine he's good. And I know that we have that kicker from uh, Iowa Western uh, mm-hmm. on our sideline as well, and I know he's good. So I know we got two kickers. I don't know if he's ready to play or what his deal is there. Connor Colt just pulled, uh, beat him out. But he might even have longer range than Colt, and maybe we have to bring him in for long field. Maybe control. Colt's just a little bit more accurate or something because he's, he's been pretty good. But either way, I, I, our special teams, I think, again, we cannot downplay the, the role they played yesterday and the role that they're going to play the rest of the season with how, with how well they've done so far. Um, and talk about Nico Cooper. Nico God, Cooper had that blew huge that hit. Guy up, man. man, he had a huge he hit. And blew that guy up. Face mask to face mask. I mean, they were just like kissing, but he drilled him. That was fun to watch. That was fun. It, you know, even and I said this during the game, but then you text me like, "This is fun." <laughs> like it's yeah. been a minute since like it's been fun to watch, and that was mostly in the first half. But well, yeah, I mean, well, and <laughs> a game, so, a game that you weren't supposed to win is nice to win. Well, and it was funny. It was a game of the unbeaten, so a lot of people are like, "Oh, you beat an zero and three team." And right, not that's that big a lot of deal. talk. But still, Penn State's not a bad team. They really aren't. Um, again, that Indiana game was close. Indiana's four and zero. I mean, yeah. they lost they're, Ohio State. They're, they're top they're 10. three and zero. They're top ten, and they're playing Ohio State this week in a top ten matchup on Big Noon kickoff. Yeah, in Indiana. Yeah, so. I mean, you, you, they're not losing to bad teams. It's not like they're losing games they shouldn't lose. Indiana's been playing well this year. They're going to get tested, of course, on, on Saturday. But I did feel bad. The coach, did you see the coach's son get carted off? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's also dirty, though. Remember the – or not dirty. He's uh, he's the guy that fell on the field twice last year against us faking an injury. It's true. So I don't – I mean, I don't know what the injury was, but maybe I don't feel that bad. 
Speaking of which, and I didn't put this in my notes. Stole. Uh, we're gonna talk about Stole. No, I was, Stole was out there in a couple plays. Was he? Yeah. Oh, okay, good stuff. On the, good on stuff. the bets run, he was out there, and made a big block. Okay. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, he gets a hundred percent sooner rather than oh, you're later. talking about the cheap shot but I'm 69. talking about that cheap shot was he 69 or was he 67 69. whatever he it was. Two, two he knocked cheap one of our guys out and then he got a penalty on the next play yep we both like text each other at the same time yeah. like get this guy the Get out of there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just there's no place in the game for that kind of stuff. I get the intensity takes over. I, and I, well, I never played college football, he, but... I, he was probably getting frustrated. I get it. But, but that, that first play, I mean, the refs, the refs have to be able to see something like that when a guy intentionally spears a guy in the back of the... It, it speared him. I mean, he was on the ground. He had zero reason to hit him. The play, wasn't yeah. even, the play was over. It wasn't close to him. He speared him. That should have been a penalty, and that should be reviewed, to be honest. That's something the Big Ten should be able to go back. And suspend him for and a suspend half, him suspend for him a half, for a game, whatever, whatever it is. Th- there should be. I mean, if you're going to throw those guys out of the second half and that was give clear, them a half that was of clear, the next game for targeting. Clear and intentional to do that. that. And then a second yeah, hit. because that's intentional. When the guys get targeting, that's th- those are not necessarily yeah. intentional. And even a second hit where he got the penalty, I mean, that was just, again, uncalled for. Just he stupid. laid on top of him. It's stupid. I mean, there's Was that no, Colin Miller he was laying on top of? I can't remember. There's no play for that. I mean, I'm glad our stupid. guys kept our cool. Yeah. Um, but, sure. again, there's no place like, like that in football. I, and I think it's funny to talk about guys getting kicked out and the, the targeting. I texted you at one point. I said, Dismuke's going to get kicked out of the game at some point. He's got to figure it out. It, every play, he's like this. Yeah. Arms back, you head can't. point. Even when a guy is on the ground or going to the ground, he is head, I, he's lucky his shoulder. I never can understand these. I know these safeties are bigger guys than corners, but just throwing yourself at somebody, that does not work to me. You've got to wrap up. Dismuke. You can't just jump at someone and expect to knock them down. And Dismuke, when he hits guys, he hits them hard. Like, he is a hard hitter. It's like Deontay. They hit yeah. him hard, but you got to get your arms around him and at some he, point. And, and, and lunge at him. Later in the game, he made some fantastic hits where he was wrapping up. Right. He got the quarterback once. It wasn't a sack, but it was on a run. I mean, he drove the quarterback. Oh, yeah, he came from the side. I know exactly yeah, what I mean, talking about. Yeah, I mean, he... He played a great game, but he's got to do better on tackling because he is going to get thrown out of a game eventually. Yeah, I was, he got lucky. at first I thought he was gone. He missed on a couple hits, and then he almost got head-to-head on another one. So, yeah. excuse me, very lucky. But, again, we're positive today. We're positive. So, so many – Pros. So I'm just – I am so pumped about our defense for the rest of the year because you're talking about this win being a confidence builder. Talk oh, yeah. about – just think about how much confidence our team has because we've been we've been that close for the last three years. Well, every game that we've lost, we've been with almost within a touchdown. How every many? Game. And you can look up the stats on this, but how many one score games have we lost since Frost took over? So many. Even it's even so even before Frost, when Michael well, was even there, before. we lost a lot of one score games, and to win a game. To flip that, I mean, that confidence, I mean, you saw the locker room celebration. It was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, they were so excited, and how could they not, though? I mean, that was – that's a momentum builder. Well, going I mean, you posted week. it. Yeah. Frost yeah. Uh, Frost said the the state needed it, you know, the team needed it. And he's, he needed oh, it. He needed it. I it, mean, if you saw him in the press conference last week, it looked like he's served two terms as president. It, it, looked, it, looked, it looked like he had, had his slept first in – Weeks. I know he's got a couple young kids. Yeah, so I get it, but yeah, it's... and you know, again, if anybody ever doubts Scott Frost and his love for Husker football, his want to turn this program around, just watch his his presser. I think it was on Thursday or Friday, whichever day it was. 
And someone asked him about the sunglasses. I think Parker did. Parker Gabriel asked him about yeah, the sunglasses. Yeah, it was Parker. But... Uh, and he kind of took a shot at uh, PJ Fleck, which is pretty funny about. Well, evidently he didn't realize it was going to be so bright, and so they weren't his. Yeah, he got them. They were Shenander's, yeah, like they, second pair. Or yeah, something. they yeah. got them from somebody else. It was pretty funny because I was wondering about what was going on with those shades. And for anybody, anybody that has a backup pair of sunglasses, you know they're like five dollars sunglasses from the gas station. Probably they're, they're a piece of crap. They're probably too big for your face. So yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I think. Again, Scott Frost, he needed that. Um, you can see his excitement after the game, during the game. Um, but real quick, again, I don't want to hit on negatives, but I think exactly. let's talk real quick about anything else you want to talk about positive-wise that we saw in the game before we hit on what we can improve on. Oh, I think, I mean, if we, we can always circle back to it. Um, I do have one that I want to talk to coming up here pretty quick. But... Uh, Positive? Positive. Do it now. Throw it out. Uh, no, no. This one's going to be not necessarily negative, just uh, something that we need to do kind of going forward. Okay. Um, well, I'll throw out my first one. Okay. Yeah, let's let's switch over. Red zone offense. Red zone offense. Okay. We still got to figure it out. We do. We We're have, a little, little better. We have guys. We have a tight end that's 6'8". Exactly. We don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball for a jump ball for a 6'8 tight end. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And how, how big is Vokalek? Vokalek is like 6'7". Get them both on the field at why, the same time. Why, look at teams that are successful in the red zone. Look at what they're doing in the red zone. They're doing the bootlegs. They're doing tight end toss-ups. They are doing jump balls for the wide receivers. We are, we, when was the last time we did that? Well, Kate, Kate Warner's a big dude, too. The Give him, Let's get it, a jump ball. Um kind of lost my train of thought there for a second <laughs> but it is it is pretty crazy um obviously we talked about how you know we can't really throw the ball downfield but when you're inside the 10 15 yard line i mean oh i know what i was gonna say why don't we have luke roll out to the right and hit whether it's somebody this way this way or run yeah I mean, fullback, running back, tight end, some Robinson. I, I just, out of I just don't get it. Like, get him moving, and you move everybody with you. Yep. That'll open somebody up. And if not, he should be faster than that outside linebacker, D end, whatever, and he can get, yep, get to the pylon. That's my my thought. Yeah. I don't know. At least and, give it a try. Yeah, and kind of going off that too, I saw a couple plays inside the red zone where we did a what looked to be a QB read, but I don't know if it actually is a QB read because you know, or the, is it the just a, it is. Or is it is just, it just a draw? A handoff? Or is it I'm just a handoff? a handoff? Because there was a couple plays where Luke handed the ball off when if he uh, when if he's I'm going to the you. right, he had a block. Yeah, he had one on one with a blocker out there, so yeah. he should easily be able to get at least. 10 yards on that play at but, least. But he's going to hand the ball off to Wandale at the 8-yard line when they have a stacked box. Exactly. That doesn't seem like success to me. So, and I can't remember who it was. Someone put that out on uh, – someone doing some video where you put that out there and said, here's the difference between a QB read and just a handoff. Because if he's reading that play, his eyes should be over here and not handing the ball off to the guy going up the middle. And he should see, I got a one-on-one -on -one yep. and I got a blocker out there for me. That That's a play that, again, he's young. So he still has to learn those things. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I'm not. Well, I, I feel like once he, he played, once he, he picks well. that up, I think he can be a little quicker at that than mm -hmm. than Adrian probably. Uh, Adrian probably has that picked up a little mm -hmm. bit more. Mm -hmm. 
But I think Luke, Luke could probably, at least when he needs to tuck it and go, yep. I think he could be a little quicker at that. So Absolutely. Something to look forward to so, that you would think would happen yeah. probably within the next couple of years. He'll be a little better at that. And I threw a question out on Twitter about the use of our tight ends in the red zone, why we don't do it, uh, especially inside the five. Especially when they've talked about how they want to use the tight ends more yeah. this year than we ever have. But. And already we've, we've targeted them quite a bit. Um, but I think inside the five, inside the 10, inside the 20, I mean, our tight ends have to be a big part of that. And I think Cade Warner's got to be a par- big part of that. But he's got to start catching the ball. But got to be a big part of that. Well, it does hurt that your number one tight end, Jack Stoll, gets hurt in the first game. But Austin Allen's a good tight end. Oakley's a good tight end. We got guys that can ball out there. We have to get them the ball, and we have to give them a chance. But if we don't have a quarterback that has that touch pass, because we saw in uh, the first or second game, I can't remember, Adrian, it was against Northwestern, Adrian passed to the corner of the end zone for, I think it was Vokalek, and it was like 10 yards out of the end zone. Mm. We, don't, we don't have a quarterback that can touch that pass for our tight ends. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So but, it's, hard, it's uh, hard to call that play if you don't trust your quarterback. You know, it's really it. hard to even say because we just haven't really taken any shots, so you don't really yeah. know. You just really don't know where the – mid to long range pass games at because mm-hmm. all we've really done through three games has been short passes yep, yep. so uh, again opportunities um not trying to be negative but there are again, opportunities again. for more success uh we know mills would mills was dinged up right and you know i even said you know wandale's not a running back so why is he running the ball so much i didn't know that mills had gotten hurt at that point but still ramir morrison Tompkins, Scott, we got that's four of five other guys that can run the ball. Well, and if you if if we want to hand the ball off to Wandale, that's fine. He was a all-purpose running back yeah. in high in Absolutely. high school. But we don't need him in the backfield every play. If we want to shake things up, throw him back there, mm-hmm. maybe have him as a decoy going one way or the other, maybe hand the ball off to him, maybe get it to him another way. Yeah. Whatever it is. We can't have him in the backfield every play. I know we no. talked about that. So, but again, and, and like we talked about already, we got Wandale Robinson and Luke McCaffrey on the field. Those are the two guys that Penn State had to target the entire second half. Well, they didn't have to worry about anybody else because we had a twenty-one point lead, and I right. feel like that that twenty-one point lead was like, oh, we got a cushion. Let's try to run as much clock out as we can with these with these two guys, and and they they targeted that, and we didn't change any, and that's. That's the improvement I want to see from our offense and Scott Frost. Whoever's going to be calling plays moving forward is we have to adjust. Our defense adjusted. So our offense you're made right, zero you're adjustments. Right. So I want to talk a little crazy for a minute. <laughs> um, Let's talk crazy. You know why? Why didn't Martinez see any snaps? I mean, yeah. if we're throwing Luke out there when Martinez is the quarterback, why can't we do the same thing on the flip side? I didn't write this down on any of my notes. I'm just kind of spitballing here. But yep. um, throw him out there as a decoy. Throw the ball to him. Run the ball with him. It's, I, I don't know. It's not even crazy because in my notes I put, is Luke permanent? Because, again, you look at the two guys. We had over 400 yards of offense our first two games. We had under 300 yards yesterday. 298 yards of offense. It was 298. It was 501, 298. So, again, you can talk about the offensive line as much as you want, but even with the same offensive line, Martinez was able to help get more than 400 yards of offense on the field against a better Ohio State, against a probably better Northwestern team. Defensive. Better defensive team. So is Luke the permanent answer? A lot of people just say move on with him, forget Adrian. I 100% disagree with that because Adrian is a baller. He's an athlete. He's a leader. He's, he's a, a captain. Qu- he's a great quarterback. Can he potentially do some other things on the field like Luke? Absolutely. But 
I do think Luke is the more versatile athlete to be out there, and Adrian needs to be quarterbacking the ball to get it to Luke, is, is my opinion on that. Well, and I know a lot of people have said, you know, a two-quarterback system doesn't really work because, you know, you get a hot hand or a non-hot hand, and then, you know, how do you decide where to go move forward with it? We um, don't have a hot hand right now. I mean... We don't. They both can run the ball. Obviously, we know mm-hmm. that. Um so I don't know what the answer is. I mean, no. against Illinois coming up, I say we probably start Luke again. Um, but I think Martinez needs to be on the field at some point in time in the yeah. game. I mean, look out, look at that first game against Ohio State, and when Luke came out, and when they were both on the field, they're both hell. They're both damn good athletes, and you can have one guy go one way and one guy go the other way, and they're both. Great runners. I mean, so what do you do? Let, let's do a let's do a quarterback. You know, we're gonna throw it out to the flat, um, and then that other quarterback's gonna throw it downfield. I mean, let, let's try some fun stuff. I mean, I that, against Illinois. That's why I said I don't want to get crazy. With you know, you say let's try some fun stuff. I you know, but it's it's not crazy when I, when they're both good athletes, and that's why it's I think, hard to keep them both yeah, off. And, uh, keep one and, of them off the field. Yeah, and Mike just said honestly, not sure if Luke is better than Martinez. I, I agree with that. I think he's just a little quicker. And he and, was able to run the tempo a little faster, but yep. uh, again, is that because of coaching? Are they not coaching Martinez to run the tempo like that, and they're coaching Luke to run the tempo like that, or is it just that Luke is better at it? I don't know. But well, you have the same players on the field, so Adrian should be able to run the same tempo as Luke does, in my opinion. So I don't know where that disconnect is, but I don't see Luke as a clear better quarterback and a number one for Nebraska. I think that Martinez still needs to see the field this year as a quarterback because I still think he has a lot, a lot of promise for this Husker program in the next two years. So year and a half, here, here was what I was going to talk about for a minute. So game one, it's all Martinez and McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. That's basically the majority of the yards Nebraska got. Okay. Game two, it was basically Martinez running the ball on scrambles. That was pretty much it. And again, he's running a lot. And then when Luke came in, he hits Fleming a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. hits Betts a few times. You could tell that there's a connection between all these freshmen. Uh, Well, some of those guys are true freshmen, and he's a retro freshman. But you can tell that they've been taking reps together in practice. Absolutely. Well, then game three, it's Luke and Wandale. So we have not had a consistent group of players. I mean, other than Luke, obviously, in every single game pretty much. But he's also the quarterback. So... You know, do we? You know, Fleming goes for the most yards, most catches, and then comes back with none. Yeah. So I mean, we we've got to try to trend a way that. It's, and Alante Brown's he's in the game, but he's not getting catches. So I know he's back on kickoffs, but yeah. turning kicks. So um, I don't know. We need to get some guys that are kind of go-to guys. I know Wandale's that guy. Yeah. And we decided we were going to give him the ball more this week, and we did. But but he's easy to key in on. He is Very because easy he's to key in on. he's shown what he can do, and they know he's going to get the ball. Man, and real quick before we go into more on this, that run that he had, that catch and run that he had, clear touchdown. Not only did he get horse oh man, but he got right. that was shades of Eric Crouch getting his head turned around. I man. know that they should have um, doubled him up on the fifteen. Oh man, I, I did I did face mask. Um, comment on somebody's tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friend and local radio guy, Mike Stibbs, 
<laughs> he said that was the best penalty ever yeah. by a defender. He was because gone. he was like he was long. That was gone. a touchdown, absolutely. Yeah. And that was in the third or fourth quarter too. Yeah, that was a big difference. So, um, and did we score a touchdown on that drive, or did we remember. get a field goal? I can't remember either. Well, if it was the second half, it wasn't. It was a field goal. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it would have been. That would have been our only drive. That, that yeah. was our only drive that we scored was. points on. And we got yep. a field goal on that, so it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Yeah. You know, Nathan asked, too, about Mackenzie Milton coming as a QB assistant. I don't know why he wouldn't because Frost is basically saying, dude, you got a job. Come work with me. He want he wants right. Milton there. And we know what Milton can do. We know he's a hell of a kid. We know he's a hell of a good quarterback. He was really, really, really good for Frost. Yeah. So I would, sure. I would love to have him come and be a QB assistant. I think he could really help. Um, again, I, I alluded to it last year with, or last week on um, Mario. Is he – I don't know how, how good is he because, again, we're not seeing improvement from well, our QB play, but you, you got a lot of different things in play. But are we seeing what we want to see? There's no reason why Adrian should have you know, should have gone backwards after agreed. the last two years. I mean, he shouldn't be going backwards. The, so what's missing? So the thing about it is, obviously, coming from the AAC to the Big Ten is a much bigger step, I think, than people understand. Big boy football. Um. You play defense in the Big Ten. AAC is a lot of offense. It's mm-hmm. a lot of scoring. Um, and we've talked about this over the years, but it does seem like even just like small things that they were able to do very easily there, mm-hmm. we should be able to do. And I know it's a little different when the guys up front are bigger yep. and they're they, maybe they're getting more pressure than you know you're able to just kind of run around and play a bend-don't-break type of defense in that, yeah. that type of conference. But we should be better on offense than we are right now. Yeah, well, and here's what I've seen, in, again, in, in Chenander and what he's been able to do with the defense. He's, he's turned things around. In, at, at, in the AAC, you can break because, guess what, you're going to score more points. Right. You're, you're, you're going to win 55 to 45. You're focused on turnovers. Yep. You're not going to get that in the Big Ten. You're not going to get a lot of turnovers except for Nebraska. But you're not going to get a lot of turnovers. It's going to be more – Fumbles it's, it's than a lot of interceptions. Ground, it's a lot of ground and pound. It's your off your offensive defensive line winning the battles, and I think we're starting to realize, and Frost is probably starting to realize, like we got to change that mentality, but we got to do it quicker. And we have a very young, we have we have the youngest team in the Big Ten right now, as far as guys that are currently playing and guys that are waiting to play. We have the youngest team. Well, in the Big Ten. if you, I mean, if you look watching the game with a few with a few friends and. You see a player and they're like, you know, they're not quite as knowledgeable as, yeah. as we are. And they're like, oh, that was a good play by that guy. Yeah, he's a freshman. Yeah. Yeah, he's a true freshman. Oh, he's a redshirt freshman. Freshman. Oh, he's a sophomore. Yeah. Oh, he is? Oh, well, most of the guys are freshmen. Yeah. We played, and this was in my notes, we only played 39 players in the entire game. To Penn State's 52 different players wow. they played. Which I know is... And, and, and you're talking a lot of those guys that we played are freshmen. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. Um, I thought that kind of stood out to me because yeah. I was kind of reading about a few things this morning. And I think that's great. I think I think this is this is the, we're seeing the future of Husker football right now. In the, I, I know in the it's kind of hard, and people are like, "Oh, they've said this for years," but I do feel like if we get all these guys around. The bets and guys like that for the next we're, four years. We're one and be we're crazy. one and two. We have Illinois, we have Minnesota, we got Iowa, we have Purdue. Those are the four games we have left. We could go five and two. Oh yeah. There's no reason why we shouldn't. Minnesota sucks. 
Iowa, Iowa's Iowa. They're going to play like Northwestern. Um, Purdue is, eh. They, they, have, they have Bell. You got to take out Bell. Can't right. Taylor Britt. Bring it on. Yeah. Well, and then, and, and then I, I Illinois will, is Illinois. Illinois won yesterday, but they're not. I, and would they beat Rutgers? They did. It was a close game. They kicked a field goal to win the game at the and end. And I think uh, I think Bedrell threw three interceptions that game. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. I feel I feel bad for the guy, but I don't. I mean, well, <laughs> I really don't. Nice. I mean, you leave Nebraska. That's great. I think yesterday the three quarterbacks that have left Nebraska all started. They did and combined five interceptions. They oh, all I lost. didn't realize that. Colorado State Jebbia, lost. Oregon State lost. Patrick is, O'Brien. Yeah. See, I didn't know Patrick O'Brien was starting for Colorado he State. Did. He somebody, did. He didn't start the season. But somebody told me that on Friday, and yeah. I was like, oh wow. Um. Combined three losses, five interceptions. No, so. that is funny. Um, no, and I mean we can kind of transition into other Big Ten games unless you got more you want to talk about with the no, game. No, I don't. I, you know, unless um, people have questions that they'll they'll get in here. But Mike says Taylor Britt's a beast. God, that kid. You can see some of the times when he when he's off position, but for the most part, especially yesterday, I mean he was on the entire game. Yeah. Of course, you got Dotson, who's an amazing athlete for Penn State, and well, he's Clifford's and, go-to I, I guess I will say this one thing. I guess I can't say it. I feel bad for another team that we play against, but um, their their running back, I can't remember his name is. He is out for the season, and then he's retired uh, from football. Joyner, and and, and he's uh, he was really 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 good. Brown. Brown. Yeah, Journey yeah, Brown. Journey Brown. Journey Brown. That's who yep. it is. Uh, feel bad for the kid. Wishing the best of luck. Uh, yeah. Kind of yeah. shook up Penn State's roster right off the bat. Clifford's not quite the same as he was last year. No. Um, obviously got pulled, and, and their backup quarterback was was a lot better. Just he's, as, a, he's a much better he's, runner. He's a much better runner. Much better so, runner. Um, but he passed well too. I mean, he, he was throwing the ball a lot better than I expected for a backup quarterback to yeah. come in, and that typically is what happens to Nebraska. But. Um, Minnesota no. got throttled Friday night. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. So, kind of fun to watch, to be honest. Um, well, I, I would call them three timeouts when they're up. They're trying to score again. Did you see Kurt so Ferris' response, funny. though? He said, oh, we'd rather take Floyd home and leave our timeouts here. That was yeah. his response in the close game. I mean, yeah, I mean. Those two teams hate each other more, right. than, they, more than anybody. They, they do. Um, crack, that, that and, crack, I don't like Ferris. I still think he's he shouldn't be coaching there. But I mean, I mean was, Minnesota scoring a touchdown with like 12 seconds left. I mean. But it, might but as again, well kick the field goal to lose thirty five to three. But, but again, you, I mean, you play, you play until the whistle blows. I mean, I, I again, Ohio it. State scores against us. Yeah, just the backups. I mean, again. Well, and they don't want to get shut out, so I get yeah. it. But, um, yeah, it was I mean, funny. well, we're gonna have to, to shape up a little bit before we play Iowa. They they've they start zero and two, but they have gotten two blowout wins better. the last two weeks. Um, was it? What's their uh, running back Goodson? Goodson's been good. He, he's been good. Uh, um, Smith Marset who. Surprisingly, shouldn't be playing. Bar. It's probably it's probably because they're you know they're going to wait till the end of the year to figure it out, which they do with a lot of football players. But. I mean, Maurice Washington was the same way. He shouldn't have been playing either, probably, and he was one of our best players. Which, so I we mean, were playing I guess, him. Did he play? I mean, he played for a little bit. while and then he bounced. <laughs> but I think, uh, or he got bounced. Whatever. But again, you, he, say. you know, Smith Marset is a hell of a good wide receiver. Um, again, a Petrus. I'm not really sold on Petrus yet. His quarter, his quarterback. Um, again, you look at offense, defensive lines, and that's that's Iowa's game. Yeah, it's their run game. And, it's their it's their defense, and that's and they they looked pretty good. Yeah. on both sides. Um, but again, how how good line. is Minnesota? I don't know because they kind of suck right now. They're what one and three. One and three with a win over Illinois. So, um, <laughs> and I mean you yeah. can laugh at that. Nebraska's one and two with a win over zero oh, and four Penn State. I feel better about our W than theirs. Absolutely. Um, we obviously have Illinois coming up this week, so hopefully we can make it two and two. Michigan got throttled yesterday. Uh, that was Wisconsin. truly incredible. Uh, Wisconsin's a lot better than I thought, or Michigan's a lot worse than I thought. I think it's that. 
Point number two, I think Michigan's a lot worse than what people think. Again, Michigan. I think Harbaugh's done after this year, if not before the season. No, his contract's through 2021. It's like a $10 million buyout. He's not going to be gone. He'll be gone next year. I guess it's 2020. It's a unique year. Maybe they won't let let him go. Kobe's going to save him. Um, If they, but you know, Ryan Day's pissed at him, right? They're going to hang a hundred on him. Oh yeah. They're gonna probably try. Ohio State's gonna absolutely demolish. They're gonna lay seventy or more. They're they're gonna demolish. It's gonna be Ohio State, Nebraska the last few years. That's what's gonna. They're gonna run it up. Um, And they're not gonna care. They're gonna put backups in and run it up. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, and you know, again, Illinois beat Rutgers. uh, Indiana shut out Michigan State. Yep. Yeah, Michigan State was pretty bad. Michigan, they're they're just not good. Um, Purdue won. Northwestern won. Or sorry, sorry, they played North, Northwestern one. It was a close game, yeah. 27-20. Uh, it's going to be a dogfight against Purdue. I mean, some of these teams that are in our division, you know, they lost by seven to Northwestern. We lost by eight. Yeah, but but Purdue, again, I mean, Purdue is – got to watch out for Bell. Their quarterback is good. O'Connell's good. Our uh, defense is going to have to play good. well, and we're going to have to improve on offense. It's going to be very similar to Northwestern. That, yeah. It is, as far well, as the score. And just moving forward, I'm not trying to be negative because we got to win, but – Looking ahead to Illinois, we barely beat Illinois last last year. We had to come from behind. Wandale had a huge game. We ended up scoring yep. late and winning the game. Yep. If our offense, our offense needs to come to play. I know Illinois yep. sucks, whatever you want to say, but, but we still got to show up. We have to be better on offense yep. to win games. And that's what Mike just said. Every team is going to play us hard, so we we have to see improvement next week and every week moving forward. Yesterday went. Yesterday's win was in the right direction. Absolutely, Micah. But we gotta we, see more. And we've won. Our f- offense needs to see more. We've won what five out of the last six matchups against Penn State. I think mm-hmm. those are all since we joined the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you remember back to when we joined the Big Ten, yep. uh, that was our crossover game every year. They since have changed division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real um, though. Um, and the last time they beat us up, they beat us up pretty good. We came back late, but Barkley ran all over us. Um, <laughs> So it, it was it was fun to see like you know a game like that against a team like that. Um, I, I just didn't see it playing out the exact way that it did. I thought I was very confident when we played Northwestern that we were going to win, and we didn't. Yep. I was not as confident against Penn State, and we looked a hell of a lot better. Remember at the beginning of the season when we when we talked about how we'd look after four games. I said we'd either be. And you, you and I both agreed. I think either two and two, or three and one. But more realistically, two and two after Probably our first four. Probably two and two. I thought we'd lose to Ohio State. We thought Wisconsin and Penn State would be the games that we'd win, and Northwestern and Ohio State would be the one because Northwestern, you just never know. Uh, I think they were a toss up. But again, that was where it's like three and one, or are we going to be two and two? And if we were two yeah. and two, it was going to be Northwestern. We both said Penn State. We didn't know what they'd have um, with how the quarterback and running back would play. And yeah, and obviously we didn't get to play in uh, Wisconsin. So, yeah. um, a couple couple questions we'll visit yeah, here real good, quick. Good, uh, good. Omar Manning, will he play this year? Apparently, apparently he wasn't even practicing all week. Not um, responding to text messages. Yeah, from, from Fleming, Fleming. Fleming said he's not responding. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, Frost said there's some personal stuff going on. I don't know if it has anything to do with family. If it's COVID. If it's mental health. If it's mental health, I really hope you, you know take care of yourself. But you know, obviously we'd love to see him on the field, but right now I'm not worried about him. I want to see our other guys just show up. The guys that are there, yeah, I mean, you gotta you're, play. you're talking about Betts and Fleming and Brown, guys that, well, maybe not Brown as much, but guys that have actually contributed Yeah, that well, we want to see more of for guys that are all smoke and... Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, 
so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like one of the most hyped guys in a long time. We haven't time, even talked about and, Hollywood. And we haven't even seen him. So Yeah, what about Houston? Demar in Houston. Yeah. Hollywood. We haven't even seen him on the field, but you know what they said that they did this week to prepare for Dotson? Was put Houston in there and have him cover Houston. So so then why isn't he playing? I don't know. And that, that was a big question is why isn't he playing? I don't know. But again. Is, is it just, is it so complicated for these skill position guys that it's taking them so long to figure out how to I, work their way into a spot to play on the field? I think part like of for it running too, backs and wide receivers is so hard. I think part of it too is, again, we're talking about Scott Frost coming from the AAC going to the Big Ten. It's a different game plan. I think Scott's finally hopefully realizing that you're not going to be able to win the way you won in the AAC in the Big Ten. We got to adjust. We got to we got to have different game plan moving forward suppose, yeah. to be successful. And until we see that happen, we're not going to win a ton of games in the Big Ten because we have to be a better offensive team and more sound. And right now we don't have that from a quarterback perspective and a wide receiver perspective because we're an offensive line. I mean, we, we have to improve on all sides of the ball. But – it's just not there. Our AAC mentality's got to change to Big Ten mentality. It is different football, and I know he said we're going to show the Big Ten something different, but right now the Big Ten's showing us something, and Nebraska's got to be able to change and adapt yep. to the Big Ten offense, and we we need to see that. I agree. Um, who do you hate more, Iowa or Michigan? Iowa, hundred percent. Yeah. I I don't like Michigan, but I was hoping Michigan would win last night. I really I was Wisconsin. hoping them to beat Wisconsin. Yeah. Because, again, I, I don't think Graham Mertz, he's a good quarterback. But, again. We just haven't seen much. We haven't seen much. Well, they had only played in one game. So, yeah, we, and, didn't, and we now, didn't know much. They, they played, played one, one game, game against, against Illinois. Illinois. And, again, now second game against Michigan. But are you really going to say he's that great of a quarterback against Michigan who is awful? I mean, I, they're, what, 1-3 and three now? I could see. And Wis- Illinois is 1-3? and three? I could see Wisconsin going 5-0. and oh. Or what? Six and zero. Oh. Six, six and zero. Oh. Technically six and zero. Oh, yeah. I could see um, that. But without yeah. having to play Nebraska or Purdue. Yeah. It'll come down to Wisconsin Northwestern more than likely. And a lot of people thought, hey, Nebraska. Wow, I'm glad we didn't have to play Wisconsin because they kill Michigan. But I'm not. I still I'm actually have the super. Mentality. I'm actually super bummed that we didn't because I would have liked to have seen how that shook out. Well, because I think we still had some momentum even after a loss. I think we saw a lot of good things against Ohio State going into week two. We could have seen even. Better things in week two. Well, biggest question. The other thing is, offense. well, and Mertz probably wouldn't have played, so yeah. we would have played a four-string quarterback. So true. Even if we won that game, it may not have been exactly and, how we shape up against a team like that. But and I don't know the Big Ten rules on the twenty-one day thing because I'm over it. He he would have had to get tested on Friday night to be able to play Saturday. Yeah, I'm over it. On twenty-one days, but I'm just I'm just saying it's, I it's feel interesting you, because he probably shouldn't have been able to play stupid. if he got tested Saturday, but. You know, one thing that, uh, and I know Maryland got beat, what, 43-3 or 44-3 against uh, Northwestern Week 1, but uh-huh. they had obviously been showing some improvement. Um, I kind of would have liked to have seen how they played against uh, Ohio State because they, they were kind of starting to get some momentum. Um, yeah. And that would have been probably, you know, an, at least a, interesting for a little bit. I, I, think, I think it could have been interesting the whole time. I think that offense is really starting to click. Um they're showing up. I mean, Tua's brother is playing great. I still don't know how so to say his name. name but... I don't know how to say his name. That's the problem. I don't know how to say it. Um, we need some uh, phonetics on there, but uh, he's he is balling out. I mean, their offense is playing well. Their defense is playing well. Against Ohio State, it very well could have been one of their toughest games 
Um, I think Indiana still has a lot to show. They haven't played a lot of great teams. So I think their their ceiling is is not met. I think they still yeah. have another level to get to they, to show gotten, that. They've that gotten level. a lot of confidence, that's for sure. So and that's that'll the be thing. interesting to see how that looks going forward. Yep. All right, how much more you got? Real I got quick, one Mike, question. Micah just said, okay. I hate that we're not clearly better than Iowa anymore. And I hate that Michigan fans think that we're – that that think they were as good as us in 97. 100%. They weren't. We were so much better. Sorry, Dez. Uh, sorry, Dez. And Desmond Howard actually picked Nebraska. I know, win. he did. I was surprised. He's trying to win back the fans because I bet his mentions and everything on Twitter are just blowing up every week. Yeah. I know I did a lot on Twitter, but – Oh, I ripped him apart. I'm sure he's sorry. getting ripped all the time on Twitter by Nebraska fans still. But, um, yeah, I, I hate that we're not clearly better than Iowa, but I think this year is going to show a lot. Because I think our offensive We've been really lines close. are so much better. We've been really close the last two years. We've obviously lost late, 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 got, late field goals. We got it this year. Um, We're going to be five and two, Jimmy. Yeah, we need to come to play for that one. That's for sure. All right, what do you got? All right. Is there a chance that a team like BYU or Cincinnati can make the college football playoff? I don't want to talk too much into it, but. What do you think? What are you What are you reading? Uh, Iowa fans are like Notre Dame fans. You're not sure who they are unless they're winning. True. That's funny. Um, does BYU, Sorry, Cincinnati, you look at the undefeated teams right now. I think there's like 11 undefeated teams. Do BYU and Cincinnati have a chance at the playoff? Or do you think they deserve a chance at the playoff? If I think, I think they it's go undefeated I think and there's other teams the big that are right that. That are right there with one loss. Big 12's out. Was Oklahoma State only have one loss? I don't think it matters. Okay. Big, Big 12's off. I think Big 12, Oklahoma, Texas have two losses. Or I, I guess Oklahoma my State question is, one. do they deserve it more than like an undefeated Oregon? Mm. Probably not. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Watching Oregon last night, I, Oregon was not that impressive to me. I mean, right. They're 1-0. They're sitting at number 11. Um, they struggled with Washington State, who... Was not that great, but they're explosive. They're they're Oregon. They're explosive. Right. They they get on big plays. They're not a team that they're not the Big Ten. So they're going to score and they're going to score fast. Um, I was not impressed with them. I, I was I texted you like, why are they number eleven? Well, and I wasn't watching. And when at you that said point, that, so. at that point, they were losing. I think nineteen to fourteen. So I'm not sold on Oregon yet. But again, no. Pac twelve. You just never know. I, I'm just saying, like. A, a one-loss non-conference champ from, like, the SEC or, you know, like a one-loss Florida or, well, actually, it'd probably be a two-loss Florida. I, I, would I love, don't know. I would love to see them like, change things up and allow a team like Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati over BYU, but I would see Cincinnati have more success over BYU to get in the college playoff. Yeah. I would love to see it. I, I don't know. I don't know I, I'm, just, happen. I'm just kind of throwing things out there. I know that's a little bit of talking. Things always shake out the way they're supposed to but again boy you state but in, a, in a very unusual year i mean is this a year that you say hey screw it this is a effed up year as mm-hmm. much as it is let's throw a team in it. there and yeah. then they play alabama and get blown out by 38 points and then you say okay that was a bad idea <laughs> you guys are not welcome back in to this yeah. college football playoff until yeah. it goes eight until it goes eight yeah i, so, I think it's, that's a good question i don't have an answer for it but i, I don't I would either love, i was just i would love to see discussion Discussing. I'd love to see a Cincinnati team get in there. To be honest, we were supposed to play Cincinnati this year. <laughs> Maybe we're glad we didn't. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, they're a good team. So, 
That's all I got. That's all you got I got. Else? Nope, that's all I got. All right. We touched on just about everything. We so, did. That was a um, lot. Positive. We won the game. Looking forward to Illinois. We need to get a dub, get to 2-2. Two and two. We need to win big. I think we need to win by, you know, two, three scores. Yeah. Um, to we me, need that... To come out, we need to come out with the same type of first half that we did, and we just got to put our foot on the gas. Yeah, and Micah mentions the 16 playoff the first round by. We've talked about this before. Last year we talked about it. I think talked even the year before. Multiple, multiple uh, a six-round playoff. Um, 16 playoff with... I think two. a 16 playoff would be more fun. You give the number one, number two a bye. Um, I think that'd be fun to watch. Because then you can have like a one-loss conference champ, maybe at number three or maybe undefeated, yeah. playing a number six yeah. team that's, uh, you know, AAC team or a BYU type of team, yeah. whatever. So We'll see. All right, that's all, all right, I got. guys. I'm Matt. And I'm Jimmy. We are two average guys. I'm actually done with both Me my too. beers. Um, get your bush light corn beers. You bet. Uh, for the first, farmers. First Husker dub, you got to have corn. got to have it. So thanks for tuning in today. We will see you guys next week. And uh, hopefully after another W. See you next week. Everything's so much better than other things.